Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris Alyssa, CNN politics editor at large and host of CNN's new podcast, Downside Up. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, November the 29th. One week to go. Georgia is the last piece to the puzzle that is the next Senate majority. Neither Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock nor Republican challenger Herschel Walker got enough votes earlier this month to avoid a runoff. So voters will head to the polls next Tuesday, December the 6th. But that's not stopping Georgians from casting their ballots before then. We already know Democrats will control the Senate in the next Congress, so you might be asking, why should I care? Well, this election will determine if Democrats get one more seat in the Senate or if it will be 50-50 again. Democrats still have the advantage either way. If Walker wins, Vice President Kamala Harris can be the tiebreaker on the floor, just like she has been. And if Warnock wins another term, Democrats will have more leeway. Math does matter. Having one more Democrat would mean confirming more Biden nominees can be a bit easier for the majority and moderate Democratic senators lose some of their leverage, especially Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, who are both up for re-election in 2024. Here's how both Walker and Warnock have been describing the stakes of this election recently. The uh, choice in this election, I think, couldn't be clearer. I, I, I know that there are differences in this country, but I think it's safe to say that in my race, this is no longer about Republican and Democrat, right and left. This is right and wrong. It is time we get this right, and the way we get it right, by putting me in the Senate, because I'm not going to dance and sing for nobody. I never have and never will, because I represent the great people of Georgia. Both candidates are trying to capture undecided voters and the supporters of re-elected Republican Governor Brian Kemp. Earlier this month, Kemp won his re-election bid by a comfortable margin. So Kemp's popularity in the state, combined with the power of moderate swing voters, could decide whether Warnock wins a full six-year term or whether Walker unseats him. Walker has Kemp's endorsement, but Kemp outpaced Walker in total votes on November 8th by more than 200,000, which signals Walker can either grow his share or that he's already been written off by voters who would support Kemp. Warnock is hoping for the latter, hosting events and cutting ads that feature cross-voters, a.k.a. people who voted for Kemp, but have said they'll vote for Warnock this time around. Give a listen to this ad from the Warnock campaign, where it looks like voters are watching and reacting to what Herschel Walker would bring up on the campaign trail. But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? What is he talking I never about? Knew that, so I didn't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. Oh my gosh. He's talking about vampires and werewolves right now. Yeah, y'all serious about this, right? So I've been telling this little story about this bull out in the field. What on earth? And three of them are pregnant. There's no substance. There's nothing. So you know you got something going on. It makes me want to laugh, and then it makes me think we're in trouble. Perhaps it's reactions like that and stump speeches like Walker's that make some Republicans like Mitch McConnell worried about candidate quality. As someone who has said he doesn't support abortion rights, Walker also faced abortion funding allegations from two different women during his campaign, claims that he denied repeatedly. My colleague Caitlin Collins asked Kemp if Walker shared his values, to which Kemp answered that he believes the former football star will represent them in the U.S. Senate. Well, listen, when I'm talking about going to Washington, D.C. and fighting for what Georgians need, I'm talking about the border, 40-year high inflation, astronomical gas prices since Joe Biden took office, and the agenda that Raphael Warnock has supported up there. 
I mean, to me, it's that simple in this race. Uh, and that's, you know, why I'm voting for Herschel Walker. I want somebody to go up there and just go fight for our state. Walker also launched a new spot over Thanksgiving week that features a college athlete criticizing participation policies for transgender athletes. For more than a decade, I worked so hard. 4 a.m. practices to be the best. But my senior year, I was forced to compete against a biological male. That's unfair and wrong. A man won the swimming title that belonged to a woman, and Senator Warnock voted to let it happen. Due to the high stakes of this election, heavy hitters and big dollars from both national parties are beginning to pour into the state. Democrats have outspent Republicans so far by about $37.4 million to $20.2 million overall ahead of the runoff. And as far as the big names in Georgia, Warnock will be joined by former President Barack Obama on Thursday after appearing with New Jersey Senator Cory Booker over the weekend. I want to stand with this man in the well of the Senate and him to remind me of the inclusiveness of faith. I'm asking you for the next 10 days to do everything you can to encourage everyone you know to come out and vote. Meanwhile, Texas Senator Ted Cruz and South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham have both been out in force for Walker. And today, Walker will welcome Republican National Committee Chair Ronna McDaniel and Oklahoma Senator-elect Mark Wayne Mullen. Herschel is our MVP. He will be our 50th vote in the Senate. He gets us the tie. He makes it so we can stop this disastrous Biden agenda. But who's been noticeably missing in the days leading up to Election Day? Well, President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump. Both Trump and Biden have steered clear of Georgia so far. That's because neither of them are popular with swing voters, the crucial voters in this runoff. And Republicans have spent much of the race hammering Warnock for voting constantly with Biden's agenda while he's been in office. So in response, Warnock has tried to highlight his bipartisan work in the Senate and is keeping his distance from any potentially divisive figures. And similarly, Trump will not appear in Georgia leading up to December 6th, according to a person close with Walker, even though Trump recruited Walker to run and he has been a consistent supporter. It's also important to note, many Republicans blame Trump and his false claims about the 2020 election in Georgia for the GOP's defeat in the January 2021 runoffs, which cost them control of the Senate. Trump was furious at Kemp for refusing to overturn Biden's 2020 win in Georgia and rallied against him for all of 2021. It led to Trump recruiting Senator David Perdue to go against Kemp in the governor's primary race. When Kemp was asked if he would support Trump in 2024, despite their contentious relationship, the governor said he hasn't seen who else is going to run. So I'm going to keep focused on getting Herschel elected to the United States Senate. We do not need to get distracted from that. Overall, 500,000 votes have already been cast in the Georgia runoff election, with most of that being from in-person early voting. That's according to data from the Georgia Secretary of State's office. Every county is required to hold early voting Monday through Friday of this week, but some counties held early voting last week or over the weekend, too. Republicans actually tried to block counties from offering early voting this most recent Saturday, but the Supreme Court rejected their request. Again, my colleague Caitlin Collins asked Kemp what he thought of this. He told her that he didn't even know why there was a discussion around early voting and that Republicans could have been focusing their energy elsewhere. I just think Republicans don't need to get distracted. That's what happened in the last runoff we had here in Georgia, and it didn't turn out very good for us. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.